Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Sensual Self is sponsored by Dipsy, an app designed to turn you on with sensual and immersive audio stories. For a free 30-day trial, go to dipsystories.com, that's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Evian, or click the link in the show notes to get started. And if you want to hear about my personal experience with audio erotica, keep listening. Hey, welcome to Sensual Self. I'm Evian Whitney, and this is a space for you to slow down, tune in, heal, and feel the sensations and pleasures of your sensual body. Thank you for being here. I'm happy to be here with you all again for another episode of Sensual Self. And before we get into the meat of the show today, I want to do a little check-in with you. Um, So wherever you are, take a deep breath in and let it out slowly, seeing if you can make the exhale longer than your inhale. Okay, (laughs) now that we've breathed, how are you doing, love? How's your heart been feeling lately? Has your body been feeling? A lot has been going on in the world. A lot of really terrible, panic-inducing things. And I wanted to prompt you with a moment to check in with yourself because I don't know about you, (laughs) but when things get like this, like the way that they are right now, It's very, very hard to feel into our sensual selves. I mean, how could it not be? We are living in some very unsensual times right now. And the truth is, is that unsensuality, if that's a word, (laughs) isn't the only thing that is right now. Like, it's 
spring over here and everywhere I turn, I can smell the sweetness of pink and white flowers blooming all around me. In this moment, even as I am recording this, I can hear birds singing these really chipper and melodic songs that are delighting my ears and bringing calm to my body. I guess what I'm trying to say is that as the royal fuckery of the world rages on, it can be very easy to focus only on the royal fuckery, creating this illusion that that is all there is. And I get it. You know, that royal fuckery is real. But it's both and, right? Things are both hard and scary. And also there is safety here and gentle invitations to connect to pleasure right now. We just have to bring our awareness to it. This is something that I've been trying to do over the last few weeks, bringing awareness to the sensual potential around me amidst the fear and stress and anxiety. And my God, it is so hard to do. That's actually what's inspiring me to come on and speak with you today. I want to talk about how to do this when we're moving through unsensual, unsexy times. And I also want to share with you something I've been using to help me put my sexual self back on the map because my sexual desire has been, it's been MIA. It's been MIA. And listen, sometimes it's like that, you know, like Knowing that I'm asexual means that I am better able to give myself grace to be where I am sexually without shame or guilt for it. But I've actually been wanting to connect to my sexual self lately. I've been missing this part of me and really wanting to keep that connection alive in ways that are accessible and don't involve forcing it. So today I'll be chatting about that a bit and um, some other fun things that are top of mind. Okay, so let's get into it. How do you nourish your sensuality during unsensual times? How do you put your sexual self on the map when things feel the absolute opposite of sexy? I've been thinking about this a lot. And rather than reinvent the wheel, I've been trying to look back at the things I've done in the past that have helped me reconnect with myself. And you know, there are the usual things that never fail, like taking a bath and making it an entire experience with candles and bath oil and music and a little bit of weed. Or, you know, leaving my phone at home while I go for a long walk in my neighborhood, really focusing on the feel of my feet on the ground, pausing to smell flowers, taking time to drink in all the beauty around me with my senses. Another thing, turning on some music and dancing out all of the emotions that feel trapped in my body, Uh, giving myself a gentle massage on my arms and shoulders to loosen the tension and also remind me of my own softness. So there's so many things and all of those things are good 
really, really good for nourishing my sensual self. They help me come back to my body and remind me that I exist beyond my anxieties or insecurities. They connect me to the present moment and remind me that the potential for pleasure is always available to me, even when I think it's not. I mean, there are so many other ways that help me come back to my sensual self. But what about our sexual selves? How do you reconnect with and remember that part of you in ways that don't feel forced? I was talking to a client of mine a while back who is also on the ACE spectrum, and she was mentioning this thing that she experiences that I also experience as an ACE person, which is, you know, because we're ACE, and particularly because we're ACE folks who engage in some form of sexual intimacy, it's very, very easy for sex to fall by the wayside for us. Like sex is not something that we think about. It's not something that naturally comes up as an option or a desire for us to engage in. Now, I can't speak for her, but I know that for me, sex is never really at the top of my mind or my priority list on any given day. And it's not that I don't want it to be. I mean, sometimes I'm just not in the mood or the space to even think about sexy things like I have been lately. And I always try to honor that. I do the best that I can to honor that about myself. But then there are times when I want to want to have sex because I enjoy it or because I miss sexual intimacy with my partner or I just want to have an orgasm so I can get rid of a headache and go to sleep. You know, it's just hard to get it on my radar because the general context of my day or my emotional state or my mental health is not anywhere near sexual. One of the biggest challenges for me, and maybe you feel this too, is getting sex on my radar. And something that I've been playing with over the years is this concept called upping my sexual context. This idea that in order for sex to be put on my radar because of the way my brain and body works with sex, like I don't randomly get horny. <laughs> I, I need to create environments that inspire or ignite my sexuality. This is not about increasing my libido or trying to make myself want something that I don't actually want. It's about noticing that I want to want to, and then intentionally inspiring my sexual self with sexy things to help put sex on the map for me. Does that make sense? I feel like I heard this concept of upping your sexual context from Emily Nagoski in her book, Come As You Are, but when I cracked open my copy recently, I could not for the life of me find the chapter that referenced it. It might have not come from her, maybe, I don't know, but if it did, I want to name that here as I try to find where I got this from. I'll also note that I originally started thinking about this concept as a way to quote unquote fix my low libido, but that's not the intention with which I'm using it now. Again, it's about putting sex on my map to help me find it easier because I actually want to find it. Okay, so upping my sexual context. 
the first thing I tried to do this with was with porn. <laughs> An idea, I'm laughing because it seems a little silly to me now, but an idea I had back when I was thinking about this was to watch porn once a day as a way to up my sexual context throughout the day. Sort of like a porn diet to help keep my sexual appetite wetted. But that didn't work <laughs> for many reasons. Um, and I'll list the main ones here. The first is that I don't really watch porn anymore. And the second is that porn, as I found out, was often too big of a leap for my brain and desire to make most days. In the years since I've been using porn as a tool in my sex life, I found that I don't actually like watching porn. So I've pretty much stopped altogether. And it's not because I'm anti. Like I said, I think porn can be a great tool to feed your erotic imagination. But the thing that I've never really liked about porn personally is that it's way too stimulating. Like it gets me there <laughs> way too quickly. And as I've been doing a lot more work with somatics and body awareness, I've also noticed that porn takes me completely out of my body. So porn as a sexual context upper isn't my jam. But you know what is my jam? Erotica. Erotica somehow doesn't fire up my brain and body the way visual porn does. Erotica is a slow burn. It gives me space and time to feel and find my sexual rhythm with my own imagination on my own terms. And reading it, or listening as I've been doing with the help of Dipsy, forces me to slow down and savor the feeling of arousal in my body in a space that I've always felt this pressure to move so quickly in. Now, you probably noticed that I just mentioned Dipsy, who also happens to be the sponsor of this episode today. If you've never heard of them, I'm really excited to tell you about them. They are an app that makes immersive, sensual audio stories that turn you on and, at least for me, is helping to put my sexual self at the forefront of my mind. I've been using Dipsy by myself and with my partner, Jonathan, for the last three months, and the experience has been really, really interesting. Like, a good interesting and also a little surprising. I'm going to tell you all about it right now. Written erotica was what helped spur my sexual liberation journey. In 2011, I discovered the diaries and erotic stories of Anais Nin, which helped me to see what was possible in terms of pleasure and agency within my own sexuality. Delta of Venus was a big favorite of mine, and then I moved into other erotica authors like Nancy Friday's My Secret Garden, Lonnie Barbuck's uh, The Erotic Edge, and Zane, of course. <laughs> I even wrote a story of my own on literotica.com, but don't try to look for it. I can't even find it. Um, I can't remember what it was called or the name I wrote it under. 
but I remember it being really hot. I wish I could find it. If I can find it, I'll, I'll let y'all know. I'll let y'all know. Reading erotica helped me find language to name and claim my own sexual curiosities. And it was a huge catalyst in my journey of sexual healing. I used to read erotica all of the time. It helped feed my erotic imagination, and it gave me hope that I wasn't broken at the time. And then somewhere along the way, I lost it. Like, I stopped reading erotica. And I think it's because in the season of sexual liberation I was in, everybody was talking about porn, particularly ethical porn, and how people women in particular, (laughs) need to release the shame and stigma of watching porn and own it as theirs, especially because at the time, people just weren't talking about or celebrating it as much as they do now. I guess I might have jumped on that bandwagon because erotica took a back seat and I prioritized visual stimulation instead. And then, like I said, porn stopped doing it for me. And I just kind of stopped feeding my erotic imagination altogether. I can't remember when or where I heard of Dipsy, but I do remember being really intrigued about them. I wanted to get back into erotica again, and I was really curious about adding in that element back into my life, both in the old way of reading it and also in this new way of listening to it. Dipsy has a lot of things you can play with on their app. They've got guided wellness sessions to help you sleep, communicate your desires, and even some fun activities you can do with your partner. But the thing I was most excited to explore was their audio erotica. I've listened to about five or six stories since I started partnering with Dipsy a couple of months ago. And from the first story, I was keen. <laughs> I'll say that. I was I was keen. The first story I listened to was called Passengers. I think it was part one. And I don't know what I was expecting when I first pressed play. Maybe I was expecting a dry audiobook style reading of a cheesy, sexy story <laughs> where my job was to sort of fill in the blanks, you know, like the sounds of the voices, the exclamations of passion, all on my own. But I was pleasantly surprised. First of all, the quality of the story, like literally everything about it, was insanely good. Like watching a movie with your eyes closed. The voices in my ears sounded black. There were soundscapes of the train moving through my ears as they interacted with each other. And when it started to get hot, it was like I was there, that I was being touched by also the one doing the touching. Like all of my senses were being immersed through and in this story. It was intense in a good way and just damn good. It was, it was such a good story. When the story finished, my entire body felt like it was buzzing I don't know if I was sexually aroused per se, but my sexuality was definitely awakened. 
And it was really nice to have had the story stir up my sexual self. It was only a nine minute long story, but it was enough to remind me like, oh yes, that's right. I am a sexual being. And oh yes, sexual energy is something that I can also feel in my body amidst all these other feelings I'm having. It was really nice. It was really, really nice. I was so keen on Dipsy that I decided to try to listen to a story with Jonathan, which was a fun time. I mean, we've watched porn together, but that always felt really clunky and awkward for me. But listening to a sexy story has not only been a fun way to connect to each other, it's also been a chill way for us to be intimate with each other without pressure. Like sometimes it brings actual sex onto the table, and other times it's just nice to cuddle up and listen and enjoy a sensual story together without any expectation for it to turn into more. There are so many reasons why I'm loving Dipsy right now, and I'll just name a quick few. I love how easy the app is to use and navigate. It's also really beautiful. Like anytime I go into the app, I feel like I'm being ushered through this like boudoir and into these beautiful rooms that are for my sensual pleasure. I it, That sounds cheesy, but it's so true. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like when I open the app. I love that I can find stories that tailor to my needs. So there are queer stories. There are stories with black voices. There are intensely erotic stories and also soft and romantic ones. I love that. I'm more of a soft, understated, romantic type of listener. I also love that their stories are ethically and consensually made. And I really love that the stories are modern and relatable. Another thing I love is that their stories really help stoke the sensuality in my sexuality. I feel like I'm able to stay a lot more present with my body and the sensations it's experiencing while I'm listening. And it's helping me make space to slow down and tune into myself more during these um, sort of sensual, sexual experiences that I'm having. I also really love how accessible their stories are. Like I'm someone who has something in their ears almost all of the time, whether that be music or a podcast. So I'm usually listening to something while I'm taking a walk or cooking dinner. And it's been nice to kind of switch it up from listening to a news podcast that's keeping me tuned in to all of the current horrors of the world, to turning on a sexy story and allowing my mind to wander there instead. Look, I could literally go on and on about how much I love Dipsy, and I honestly think that you're going to love them too. And if you'd like to try it out for yourself, I'm excited to be able to give you a special something as I partner with them right now. Just go to dipsystories.com slash Evian and get a free 30-day trial to Dipsy's stories and other sensual goodies that they have to offer. That's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash my name, E-V-Y-A-N, for a 30-day trial of Dipsy. And I'll make sure to put links in the show notes so you can click away at your leisure.
I actually recommend exploring their entire website because they give a lot of amazing information about how they record and select their stories, how it is the voice actors record them, and also how the stories end up getting mastered. They do it with a lot of intention, and I'm not surprised to know about that because it really shows, or rather, it really listens. <laughs> it, you can really hear it. That's what I'm trying to say. You can really hear it in their stories. Oh, and I should also note that if you're not able to listen for any reason, they also offer text stories for you to page through on the app, which I love. Sometimes it's nice to actually read something as opposed to listening to something. Y'all know me, or at least I hope you know this about me by now. I only partner with brands and people that I really care about and that I think you're really going to love too. So please know that I would be talking about Dipsy with you anyways, and <laughs> I've actually recommended them to clients of mine in the past. I'm just happy that this time I'm getting paid to do so. As for me, I'm going to continue playing with upping my sexual context to help me stay connected to my sensual, sexual self during these maddening times. I think I'm also going to revisit Delta of Venus and see what it's like to read that again. I haven't read that book in years. It's been forever. Um, and I have a feeling it doesn't age very well, <laughs> being that it was written in the 1940s, but it's a classic and I think I'm going to pick it back up. And if this is something that you've been thinking about, if you've been struggling with putting your sexuality and or sensuality on your radar because of busyness or depression or stress, or maybe you're an ace like me where sex is usually the furthest thing from your mind most days, um, let me know. I would love to hear how you cope and also if you've ever tried to up the sexual context or up the sensual context in your life, or if maybe this is a concept I've created. <laughs> I don't know. Before I go, I want to share with you this week's sensual practice. It's going to be short and sweet, and uh, it is this. I want to encourage you to do something this week that reminds you of your capacity to feel good in your body. It doesn't have to be from an erotic place, or maybe it does, because that's the way you roll, and that's what your body is needing and craving right now. From whatever intention you decide to come to it with, Give yourself some pleasure this week. Do something that connects you back to your senses. You're welcome to still one of the ideas I named at the top of this episode. Or, you know, you can choose your own sensual adventure. I'm asking you to do this not just because I want you to feel good. I always, always want you to feel good. That's very true. I'm specifically making this the sensual practice this week because as you've heard me say many, many times during this episode, we are living in and through some seriously unsettling times right now. And it's really easy to forget to nourish ourselves, to give ourselves sweetness and gentleness. Something that I've been thinking about a lot in my work right now is how the cultivation of our sensual selves is not just an act of pleasure. 
It is also an act of resistance amongst all of the fuck shit <laughs> that is trying to disconnect us from our sensuality. So please, please, please do something in honor of your sensual self this week, knowing that as you do, you are using your body and senses to resist all the powers that be that are made more powerful when you are scared and dissociated. And that's not to say that we shouldn't be scared or dissociated or override any emotions that these times are bringing. Like be in them, honor them, feel them as best as you can. I just want us to remember that we are more than our stress. We are more than our suffering and our sorrow. Let's make sure that we prioritize our pleasure as a balm for fear. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to my story. It was so lovely to be in your ears again once more. And big shout out to Dipsy for sponsoring this episode and for also helping me to prioritize my pleasure as a balm for fear. Sensual Self is created and hosted by me, Evian Whitney. It is edited by myself and Tribble. Music is by Melody Symphony from his song, Just Healing. For show notes, transcripts, and resources for your sensuality, go to evianwhitney.com slash podcast. You can also follow the show on Instagram at sensual.self. I'm on Instagram at evian.whitney, and you can check out evianwhitney.com to find out more about me and my work. Also, check out my book, Sensual Self Prompts and Practices for Getting in Touch with Your Body. You can find that wherever you find books. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you in the next one. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.